What's up, family? You are listening to Hyper Podcast. Yo, what is up, guys? It is your boy, Chase Blast, aka Chase Inspires. I am your host, and I am so happy, so stoked up, and excited that you are joining me today because. We are involved in a series all about wellness. We're going through the eight areas of wellness, and today we are talking about occupational wellness. So we're talking about your job. Y'all need to get on your job. <laughs> See, here in America, we really value work. You know, it's like a, it's this huge part of society, and we kind of have this like split, if you haven't noticed, where we've got kind of the, the boomer generation who takes a lot of pride in their work. Yeah, back in my day, you know, I worked at the same company for 40 years and blah. And then we've got this new generation, you know, we've got the millennials and the Gen Zers who are like, you know, I work when I want. I got my own job. I do my own thing and blah, 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 blah. We value having that kind of freedom. So there's this, you know, it's different to see how occupation has shifted and changed throughout the years. And uh, what I want to do today is I want to talk about three things that your occupation must have in order for you to live a fulfilled life and have that sense of wellness uh, that we're really trying to achieve here with the High Powered Podcast. Um, so your job, this is how you make money. This is how you provide a living for yourself. This is where you spend a huge portion of your time. Some of us, we may spend more time at our, at our job than we do at our homes. So it's important that our occupation be meaningful to ourselves, that, that we're getting something from it and we're, and we're contributing something to it. You know, there's this, this interdependent, this codependent relationship between the two things, you and your job, you and your occupation. So let's dive into this. So occupational wellness, what is it? Occupational wellness is the ability to achieve a balance between work and leisure in a way that promotes health, a sense of personal satisfaction, and is for most people financially rewarding. A person who is doing exactly what they want to do in life and is comfortable and content with their work and leisure plans and career goals. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Occupational wealth is the ability to achieve a balance between work and leisure. <laughs> Occupational wellness is the ability to achieve a balance between work and leisure in a way that promotes health, a sense of personal satisfaction, and is for most people financially rewarding. A person who is doing exactly what, what they want to do in life and is comfortable and content with their work and leisure plans is in a healthy state of occupational wellness. You know, our attitude and our ability to effectively deal with work, school, and career goals greatly affects our wellness, our performance, our interactions with others, and our overall success. So that is the... I guess, definition given to us from Washington State University. You know, here's what I want to ask you. I've got a few questions for you, and I just want to kind of um, allow you to get into the state of mind where you're actually thinking about yourself and your place of work. Okay, so what is your current occupation? What do you do for a living? You know, do you feel like this is what you were born to do? If not, what could your current job be preparing you for regarding what you would like to do? How is this preparing you for your uh, the job that's going to give you that sense of purpose? 
You know, does your occupation challenge you? Does it excite you? Does it give you some sense of fulfillment? Do you feel like you have a sense of purpose at work? Do you feel like you're making a difference? You're contributing to society? You know, and if not, what does your dream job look like? You know, and and what do you value most from a career? And it doesn't necessarily have to be money. Obviously, money is important. We're going to dive into that in the financial wellness segment of this uh, this series. But today, I just want to focus on work and how your work should give you that sense of purpose. Um, so, guys, there are two primary schools of thought when we look at occupational wellness. Okay, and the first school of thought says follow your passion. Get a job doing what you love. You know, I'm sure we've all heard the quote, you know, do what you love and you'll never work a day in your life. Right? And so that's the first school of thought. The second school of thought says, don't do what you love as a primary source of your income. And we're going to kind of talk about these two uh, these two different schools of thought. You know, the first one saying, follow your passion. You know, I understand that. Do what you enjoy because you're going to be able to fuel yourself and be able to um, continue down that ra- uh, that route of, of uh, finding that sense of fulfillment and that sense of purpose. Uh, and then there's this other one that says, you know, don't let what you love be your primary source of income because it's going to lead to burnout. You know, you're going to end up hating the thing that you actually love. And so we're going to kind of uh, find the sweet spot between these two because I feel that's where occupational wellness lies. It's really the balance between these two. Um, really, I'm going to give you guys a lot of information uh, today, but what I want you to realize at the end of this is occupational wellness ultimately comes down to what makes sense to you. Is it following what you love and and being able to wake up excited to go to work, or is it having something that provides the stability, the comfort, and the freedom uh, in your life that sets up you being able to do what you love outside of work? So, right, you've got some things to think about here. Listen, here is a key point to remember. You do not have to love your job, but it does need to provide you value uh, in some form or another, whether it be in your life or in other people's lives. So you contributing in some way or it contributing to you in some way. I really do believe there needs to be an interdependent relationship between you and your occupation. So... Think about this, your job that you're in right now, this may not be what you were born to do, but you need to treat it as if it is. You know, you need to value the skills that you are learning and allow this to be a training ground for what you will one day be doing. So I kind of have a story about this. So um, several years ago, I worked in a Starbucks, okay? And I love coffee. I've got a passion for coffee. I love drinking it. I love smelling it. I love being around it. I love being able to make it for other people. However, I was not born to be a barista. I was not put on this earth to give coffee day in and day out. It was bridging a gap and preparing me for future things that I would be doing. And so while I was working at this Starbucks, I looked at the coffee shop 
the the store that I worked at as if it was my own. Okay, and so every cup of coffee I made, I tried to make sure that I made it with um, with excellence and excitement. You know, I uh, I would sweep the floors as if it was my own home. I would clean and and try to take out the trash and just treat the place as if. I owned it, you know, and honestly, I was low man on the totem pole, and uh, uh, I can honestly go ahead and tell you that while I was cultivating that, I wasn't 100% every day. I had my bad days, and I actually worked in a store where I did not feel that sense of fulfillment and that passion and that desire to just treat it as my own, but for the most part, uh, there was a specific store that I worked in, and I... I loved it. I loved waking up early and going to work and and I knew like, hey, I'm not going to be here forever, but right now I'm cultivating this this sense of hard work and the sense of passion. And so what I'm telling you is you need to find like think about your job right now. If you're in a job where you say, I know I'm not supposed to be doing this for my entire life. Like I know this is just kind of bridging the gap between where I am and where I want to go. You need to be finding finding the skills that you're learning and the things that's going to set you up and prepare you for that job that you do want to have one day, that thing that you do want to do one day. Um, so just, just some things to think about, you know, there has been a lot of, uh, of research done. There's been a lot of different, um, uh, uh, just different uh, studies done on what people value out of a job, right? And of course, you know, you may be thinking right now, hey, the most important thing to me right now is that I get a paycheck and it allows me to to provide for my family or to be able to pay my rent or to be able to do the things that I enjoy. And like, I totally understand that. Like I said, we're going to dive more into that in the financial segment. But there is also a lot of other things that are important when it comes to occupation. Uh, so there is the Society of Human Resource Management that did some surveys, and this is what they found were the five most important aspects of a job. Number one, job security. Number two, benefits. Number three, compensation. Number four, opportunities to use skills and abilities. And number five, work safety. Right. And so those are the more of the, uh, I guess, the uh, politically correct terms. But we could look at this as, uh, you know, job security, knowing that you're not going to have to look for another job come tomorrow. Number two, benefits, you know, having things set up like health insurance, uh, retirement. These things are important to people, knowing that their future is secure in case something happens or, you know, one day when they get old or whatever it may be. Compensation, number three, that's your financial aspect. Of course, that's important. Opportunities to use skills. That's the things that you're good at. That's where you're going to provide the service that you feel like you have gifts and talents and abilities in. And it's important that we use those. If we're not using those, we're going to be like, we're going to feel like little drones. You know, we're just going to not going to have a sense of purpose. We're not going to be using the things that we were given or the things that we've developed to help others or, or grow ourselves. Right. And then of course, uh, last is work safety, being able to go to work, being able to go to work and know that, you know, uh, you're not going to be harassed, that, you know, you're not going to get jumped or attacked or something dangerous is going to happen to you. Um, so these were the five important things. And I just want you to kind of think about your position right now and ask yourself, one, are these things or are, are these things of value to you? And number two, do you, can you check these boxes, right? So 
This is according to the Society of Human Resource Management. Now, what I have come up with is the three most important things that you must have in every single job. And this is from personal experience. This is from some of the research that I've looked at. And this is, uh, it's honestly aligned with uh, the Society of Human Resource Management, but um it's a more simple version. And so as we walk through these, ask yourself, can you check these boxes, right? Um, because I think if your job is not checking all these boxes, you need to make some adjustments. Doesn't mean you have to quit your job, but you need to start talking to some people. You need to start figuring some things out and you need to start moving into the direction of a place where your occupational wellness will soar because the three of these things have been checked off. Okay. So check it out. Number one, you need a sense of purpose. You need to be able to wake up and say, okay, I know I'm going to be serving a community today. I know I'm going to be growing in some way or another. I'm going to be moving towards my destiny in some sense or another. You need a sense of purpose. You need a sense of, of I'm, I'm growing. I'm using my skills. I'm helping people. I'm being of excellent service. These different things are what, at the end of the day, you're going to look back and go, Yes, today was a good day. It's not going to be the fat check. Yeah, the fat check helps, but it's mainly that sense of purpose. That's number one. Your job's got to tick that. Number two, it's got to foster growth and personal satisfaction. Okay, so it's got to be a place where, hey, Chase, what are you good at? Okay, cool. Well, let's see if we can find a position for you where you can actually use that. You know, what do you need to be developed? What is an area that you need to grow? Okay, we're going to put you in that environment. That way that can get lifted up too. You need to find a place that's going to allow you to use your skills and gifts. Okay. And it's going to reward you for using those things. That's the personal satisfaction is that, yes, uh, like congratulations on you growing in this area. We're going to reward you for this, you know, take a day off or, or, you know, here's a bonus or whatever it may be. Uh, and then number three, it needs to be financially rewarding. Of course, uh, it's got to be able to fuel your home life and your, your other passions and excitements because your work and your life, there needs to be some balance there. Okay. So that's your three things. Now, as we go through some more of this stuff, um, and we kind of start to wrap up, I want you to think about those three areas. And if you were ticking all three of those boxes, that sense of purpose at work, that growth and personal satisfaction, and that financial reward, are those three things there? If not, it's time to start making some adjustments. Okay, we're looking at being becoming high-powered individuals. It's time to start making some changes and moving in the right direction, okay? So if you are looking for a better career or uh, a different occupation opportunity, Here's some questions for you. What are you good at? What are What is interesting to you right now? And what do you like to do? Or what do you like, period? Not love. What do you like? What do you enjoy? Um, okay, so uh, what are you good at? What is interesting to you right now? And what do you like? Not love. Okay, now if you have a great occupation right now, here's some questions for growth. How is your work-life balance? Do you feel inspired and challenged at work on a daily basis? And three, have you set goals for how you can progress in the area of your occupation? Okay, like we're looking to grow. We're looking to become more. So work on that work-life balance. You know, make sure you're feeling inspired and challenged every day and set some goals for yourself so that you will continue to grow um, 
in, in the area of your occupation. Cool. Awesome. Guys, that is it for today's episode. It's super quick. It's short. It's all about occupational wellness. Um, please tell me what you thought about this episode. Apply these things. And if you found this information helpful, please share it with somebody else. Um, you know, let's, there's another aspect of this wellness that, uh, there's another aspect of wellness that says that we share things with other people. We share information. We share stories. We share insight. And uh, that's actually going to help you become a more comprehensive, a more well-rounded, a more high-powered person. So please uh, share this stuff. I thank you guys. By actually detailing your uh, detailing a specific laid out plan for your life, your physical health, and your wellness, and you can do that now with the high powered fitness planner. You see, I personally believe that if your physical wellness is suffering, then all the other areas of your wellness are going to suffer as well. So now you can take direct control of that by getting a planner, a tangible book that you can hold in your hands every single day, and be able to track and monitor and and see the progress that you're making in the area of your physical uh, health and wealth and fitness and exercise. Guys, I have formulated a planner that helps you become high-powered starting with your fitness. And what I want to ask you is that you would just get it. <laughs> that you would pay $20. It's super simple. You pay $20 and boom, you can become a high powered individual. It's a 90 power. It's a 90 day planner. You run through it. And then at the end of the 90 days, you purchase your next one. And what happens is after a year, two years, you can start looking back on some of these old planners and say, wow, look at the progress. Look what I've done. Look how far I've come. That is how we become high powered. It requires management. It requires um, tracking yourself and being detailed and specific about what you're trying to do. So you can get that now in a couple of different ways. One, you can go to my website, www.chaseinspires.com, fly over to the shop. You're going to be able to put that thing in your cart, get it shipped right to your house. Number two, you can seek me out through email at chase at chaseinspires.com, or you can find me on social media at Chase Inspires, shoot me a direct message. I would love to get a planner in your hands and help you move further on your journey. Towards-